Hey everybody, it's What's So with Coco Mulder and uh <laughs> Alright, so this is my um COVID nineteen uh space, right? And uh so what so is that I can't even tell you how my anxiety level is um at this point because it is very high um and and I'm I'm not even using the word anxiety loosely. I got in my car because I had to go to um one clinic and the other clinic today. And um of course, when you're leaving a house, um I keep uh, a <laughs> uh, Lysol wipes and and, and uh, Clorox wipes in my um in my car so I can con con you know continuously uh, wipe down uh, my my steering wheel and you know everything that I touch prior to you know get going back at my house and getting in the car and making sure that you know uh, because I'm leaving out going in you know public and then coming back in I just it just it, that's just me right and that's not um, anything that I do without conscious thought so anywho I have my I got my mask my gloves and you know, all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, but yeah, when I got in a car today, when I haven't driven in a week, right? Um, backing out of my car, a garage, you know, my whole, like, whole demeanor just changes, right? It just, you know, and I know that I work in an, an environment or in an industry where we are essential employees. And so when I do have to go into the clinics for whatever reason to pick up, you know, mail or to drop off things to, you know, the people who I work with, paperwork or whatever, you know, it's always a situation where you just always, you got to be careful, right? Because this, this is a serious situation. And here in Michigan, we have a no door to door, um, contact, uh, going on. We have a, um, only essential, you know, workers should be on the road. And I'm telling you, these people here are protesting and all of this kind of craziness. But Michigan has, is at the it's top three for COVID-19 patients as well as deaths, right? Deaths. D-E-A-T-H. And these people have the audacity to be protesting that their rights are being violated because the governor is trying to do her best to eliminate, if not lower, the consequences of this virus, right? Because there are consequences to this virus. And I don't know if people are just being assholes or what. And then you got all these conspiracy theorists that are saying, oh, but it's a 98% recovery rate. Well, yeah, it's a 98% recovery rate after you get it and you realize, oh my God, it is serious. I don't know why you want to get this virus and then try to recover when you can just avoid it and not get it and not have to worry about recovering, right? I'm not, I can't even get into the politics of it. I, I don't want to get into the debate about when it's going to disappear because honestly, at this point, it's not going to disappear. And I was so overwhelmed when we were trying to find 
a plan and put a plan together just for our clinics alone, I was overwhelmed and scared for my own self in my own household because I knew like of all the people being severely asthmatic that I would be one, right? I would be one of those 98 percenters, okay? So anywho, um, if you are in a situation where you cannot isolate yourself or you cannot um, avoid contact with 10 or more people for whatever reason that is, I would find a way because the asymptomatic people, the people who don't show symptoms, are giving it to people because they don't feel that they have symptoms. I was on the phone with somebody today, helping somebody today, and, and this guy, you know, he worked as a contractor with Chrysler, and he was like, I don't talk to people, I just do my job, I get in, do what I need to do, and I leave out. I don't know how I got it. He was saying, I don't know how I got it, but I know I had to go to the hospital in an ambulance because I had the granddaddy version of this virus, the worst version of this virus. And I'm talking to this man and helping him over the phone, you know, with his health insurance and all this kind of stuff. And just hearing his story was so devastating to, for me. It, it was just, man, by the grace of God, he's alive, right? But in his mind, he's like, I don't know how I got it. I, because, I just, because he felt like he was, you know, you know, he didn't have to talk to people. He just went in, did his job. He's you know, pick up these these um, materials and drop the materials off to the you know next place. He couldn't he couldn't he couldn't fathom where he got it from. So you people who are protesting and all of this kind of stuff, you have every right to do that. You really do. However, you are susceptible to not only catching the virus, but passing the virus on when you are in groups of ten or more. And the consequences are very, 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 very severe. They are very severe. And all these people are saying the only people who are, are who are being impacted are people who, who are unhealthy. And I beg to differ. All the people who are contacting this virus and dying from this virus are not unhealthy people. They are just not children who are getting this virus are not surviving young people under the age of 30 and 40 who had no health histories have died and for these people who are blandly and baldly saying that these people were unhealthy anyway so they were going to die anyways and that is the most stupidest sugar I've ever heard and I wish you'd stop sharing that I really wish people would stop doing that. Because that's just not true. This is a fluid virus. And the symptoms that people have are not all the same. There are roughly over 19 different symptoms that people have attributed to this virus. 19. And some of them are the same. 
maybe six or seven that all these people have. But the rest are different for every other person. So for people to keep saying, oh, well, it's the worst. They're, you know, they're the most unhealthy. And I know people have lost their whole freaking families to this virus. My girlfriend just said on Facebook today that she lost her father on Thursday and he lost his wife on Saturday. It's no joke. And if you don't have to go out and you don't have to be anywhere, stay your behind home. The only reason I got to go out is because I had to drop off some documents to one office and pick up some documents from another office and then I'm going back home. I'm not stopping to visit people. I'm not stopping to check in with anybody. You can use video chat. You can use video conference. If your kids miss their friends at school, you can set up a free conference call line so that they can see one another. Don't overexpose otherwise healthy people. Because when this is all over and said and done, there's not going to be a person that gets sued. Nobody is going to be able to uh, ju justify or verify one way or the other. They're not doing autopsies, all of this kind of stuff. That stuff's not happening. And if you live in a state where your governor is refusing to shut it down, you better hope you got a good mayor who's deciding for their own citizens to do what's right. I am just appalled at the fact that these people are thinking, oh, going to work is more important than your life. I, I don't get it. And I'm not passing judgment. It's just what's so. Your life, whether you believe it or not, is way more important than going into the office and being exposed unnecessarily to somebody who probably doesn't even have a symptom but is a carrier of the virus. Right? So, that's what's so... Um, I know people are probably like, did she get her coffee? Uh, no, I bought my coffee beans and I make my <laughs> I make my Tim Hortons coffee at home. Today I had two cups and I'm, that's that's how I'm doing it. Just bought my coffee beans and, and I put it in my coffee maker and that's 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 my that's that's what I'm doing. Cause y'all know how I love my Tim Hortons coffee. So anywho. This is a situation where we really have to be kind and patient with one another. <clears throat> it's very stressful for some people to be home and in kind of in a lockdown situation, not being able to, especially people who are extroverted who need human contact and the ability to see people and all that kind of stuff. Get on your video chats. Use Duo if you have an Android. Use your FaceTime if you have... <clears throat> 
an apple. Uh, get a free conference line for your family. Uh, if you have a group me, you can group me video conference with your family on those things. So, you know, try and limit your exposure to people, you know, even family. Because some families, like I have family members who are frontline working. They're working in the hospitals and, you know, they're taking care of these patients. And so every day they take a chance and going to work and coming home. And every day you should check on them, check on them and make sure that they're doing well. Because it's got to be stressful to be taking care of people who are dying and dying alone. As one of my cousins shared with us on our family group meeting. You know, she was in tears because she's a nurse and she was just devastated that people are dying alone. That's what was bothering her. Not that they were dying necessarily, but they were dying without having family right there with them. I can't imagine the mental health level of some of these frontline workers. I, I just can't. And as a psychologist, it probably is high anxiety level and stress level and you know what they have to see on a daily basis so please 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 be cognizant and conscious of your exposure or or or, or just just care a little bit about people you go in the grocery store please have a mask have your gloves if you think you don't have it that's fine remember asymptomatic means you don't even have symptoms but you have the virus and you can pass it on to people. All right, that's what I got for today. I haven't been on in a couple of weeks because, you know, hey, just it, it just has not been a good <laughs> opportunity to share. But again, be kind to people. I wish you all well. with Coco Mulder and I do know that it has been a minute and a half since I last did a post. <clears throat> we are now into May. As a matter of fact, we are at the end of May. We are at May 27th and um, I literally have been working from home since <clears throat> COVID-19 hit and I think my last post, I don't even know if it was posted, um, it'll probably be posted in this section was I think about being considerate, right? Um, and so today I had to leave my home and go to the office. I didn't have to, but I needed to in order for um, one, an IT issue to be handled um, from long distance. I couldn't understand why people weren't um, answering the phone. Come to find out that there were technical issues with our um, wireless connector or some some something. Anyway, it was impacting the phone services in the building that I work in. And two, a family <clears throat> needed some help. And so I figured, yeah, I'll run to the office um, because traffic isn't you know, all that bad. So I get there in 20 minutes, handle whatever I need to handle and be home, you know, be back with the kids. My 13 year old is at home with the eight year old. And so, um, he is very responsible. That's neither here nor there. So as I mentioned, my previous post was about being considerate. And this post is more about being patient, right? And so again, this conversation is always about what's so on a daily 
spaces and interactions and all that kind of good stuff. And so in the past couple of days um, that I've had to just go out for whatever reason, I had to, you know, my, my daughter needed some fruit and so we were out of fruit. So I had to run, you know, and get her some fresh fruit. Then I needed to, you know, go to CVS because her allergies are really out of order right now. And so I needed to go and pick her up some things at CVS that would, you know, not have me go to the doctor's office, right? Because CVS is just right up the street, not walking distance, right? And then today I had to go to the office because there was no one there answering the phones to accommodate, you know, the IT service guy, you know, for, you know, the televisions that run our medical information. But in all of that, right? One of the key factors that came out is being patient, right? Being patient in this time period, right? Being considerate is one thing, but being patient and considerate is another thing, right? Because when you are dealing with people who don't have the same beliefs or forethought that you have, or who don't think the way that you do, um, you have to be patient with yourself and you have to be patient with them because they know not what they do, right? And so I'm thinking about the fact that in every situation where I've had to go out of the house, I have purposefully and intentionally made sure that I have my mask and I have my gloves. And, you know, and when I was going to get fruit for my daughter um, yesterday, you know, I went into this particular store. I don't need to name the store, but there were people in the store clearly before you walked in. The request was that you have at least on a mask not that you have on gloves but at least you have on a mask and there were several individuals who did not have on masks right as if to say they don't care if they get it or they give it to somebody not saying that they have it but there's always a possibility that you may right because remember there are people who are walking around asymptomatic and <clears throat> You can see people, you know, looking at them like, for real? Right? What you do in your own space and in your own home and in your own area and in your own uh, brain or your own head space is it's on you. But you don't have to expose people to your beliefs by not doing it, right? And so you can see people moving clearly away from the individuals who didn't have on masks or you know that kind of thing it was very clear to me and so when I went into the CVS to get my daughter her allergy uh, eye drops and um, her medicine you know for her stomach um, there were individuals who were in line right you gotta wait in line like everybody else and there's a line that says please you know uh, follow social distancing so stand here and then there's a slide that says stand here or whatever and so I'm waiting patiently for a young man to um, he was doing a return he had bought something in pharmacy and then as he was leaving he found uh, two of the same thing for a cheaper price and so he wanted a return so he ended up having to go to the front of the store long story short you know he turned around and he said I'm so sorry you know and I apologize for taking you know of time and I was like sir it's all good we all have to be a little you know more patient with one another during this time and he was like well you know I get that he was like but I'm holding up the line I was like brother I have nowhere to be at this point right I'm good so then uh, I get a call from someone who needed um, some support in terms of uh, their medical insurance and all that kind of good stuff 
Now, I've been working with this family for a couple of days, and finally, I just said, you know what? Well, let me um, show you how to do it. While I'm in the office, I'll give you a call, and then I'll put you on uh, this FaceTime because I, my work phone is an iPhone, and I can you know, FaceTime you and show you the steps, show you how to do it. So that process took about 40 minutes max, right, tops, to show them how to you know, go to the screen, pull up the documents, have them print out the documents and we walk them through filling out the documents and then uploading the documents to the app and all of that kind of stuff. And so as I'm finishing the conversation and, and you know, and making sure that they actually know how to do it on their own the next time around, the lady says, I just have to tell you thank you so much because I don't think anybody else would have taken the time to show me how to do this. I am not tech savvy. I, I, my son is here helping me and I wanted to make sure that, you know, this wouldn't happen again. And again, it just strikes me as sad that people don't receive that kind of service all the time, right? They don't get customer service that is genuine and authentic. And, and so when I'm seeing these people who are shocked and I'm hearing it over the phone that they're shocked that somebody is actually taking the time out to make sure that they have what they need and understand what they're supposed to understand, it drives me bananas. Because I am a stickler for customer service. I don't care how frustrated a, a person could get me. I still try and maintain the fact that this is somebody who just doesn't know what they don't know. And so you just got to help them. And you have to be patient. Because being impatient would mean I hung up the phone. And then that person didn't get what they need. And that's a part of my job is to be a liaison and now help people navigate a system that is just a horrible system. The medical system is a horrible system. It's not one that's easily, you know, navigated. You know, you can't navigate it on your own sometimes. You need somebody to help you understand step A to step Z. So, anywho, what so is that I am hoping, right, that in this whole process of people working from home or staying home or they've been at home with their kids, they've been teachers, preachers, uh, they've been, you know, builders and, 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 and diggers and working in gardens and helping their kids, you know, learn how to skate and ride bikes and all of these things that requires patience. Children require patience. I have too. They require a lot of patience. You have to give yourself the time to, you know, just take all of this in, right? Like if you haven't grown in this whole process, I have some concerns for you behaviorally, right? Mentally. Because remember, I'm a psychologist by trade. And so if in this time period you haven't, you know, learned to love better, you haven't learned how to appreciate things, if you haven't learned how to just communicate better, if you haven't learned how to see things from a different perspective or a different light, and I'm not saying that everybody has the glass half full thought process, right? Because I am a realist, right? I you know, see things for what they are. But there are times where you have to really be grateful for the fact that the, you know, that the, the higher power has said, be still, listen, take time. And some people just have not done that and they don't know how to do that. So my encouragement to people is that in this time period, right, because kids haven't been able to, you know, have their graduation ceremonies and families are upset. Well, my niece didn't have a graduation ceremony, but she started a business, a baking business, you know. So out of all of that, should there should be some positive, right? The encouragement. 
of helping them navigate the fact that when they go to college in the fall, that college is going to be a lot different than what it was when I was there and what, what it was when the kids that went to college last year were there, right? It's going to be different. And so we all have to adjust to the difference. We have to adjust to the change. And all change is not bad. But to ignore that the change has occurred can be bad. Because I hope and pray that there is not a second wave of COVID-20, right? COVID-19 is one thing. But to have this reinstitute itself all over again because people aren't making good choices. Or they have a, it can't happen to me, ideology. Or you don't care. I need to be free. And everybody is entitled to that. If that's how you feel, you feel like your freedom is being hindered. Man, go on with that mess. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear one single iota of that mess. Because I know people personally who have been impacted and infected and have died from this virus. That is supposedly a myth that some people are perpetuating in uh, the media. And I'm not a fear monger, not at all. But I am a realist. And I know that there are people who have been impacted on, on all kinds of levels. And so I just would have people to understand that patience is a virtue. It is something that has to be learned. And it is something that has to be uh, instituted as well as consideration, right? Being considerate to one another. And as I always say, be kind, right? Do a random act of kindness if you can. Because there are almost, I don't even know how many millions of people who are without jobs and who are uh, living off of, you know, the meager means of unemployment, which is going to, you know, run out, right? I don't, I don't think people really get that <laughs> unemployment runs out. But um, those people that do have their jobs and do have um, access to funds if there's one thing you can do for somebody, you could purchase a, a, a food box. You could, um, you know, look at the kids in your neighborhood to see what they have and what they don't have. Um, all, there are all kinds of things you can do at this time, right? Or be a little bit more patient in your household. If your kids want to do something that you probably wouldn't do, like go outside with bubbles or make bubbles, right? Or your kid wants to learn how to skate or... You know, all of that stuff, you know, maybe your child, like my daughter, you know, wanted to start a garden. So we started with an avocado seed and now we're, you know, with onions and all of this kind of thing. So that she's seeing life, right? The ability to grow things is understanding how life, you know, works. You got to find that, that happy medium. It's not easy. Just be kind, be considerate, be patient and be well. Hey everybody, it's What's So with Coco Mulder. It is um, a rainy October 21st. And uh, real quick, I wanted to come in and just do a brief conversation. Uh, because you know I always talk about what's so, correct? And today, you know, I had one of those episodes of a customer service um, disappointment. And so... Yeah, so anywho, today I went to a particular Kroger's and um, 
it's in Bloomfield, Michigan. And, you know, for those people who are listening who may not be uh, from uh, Michigan, um, yeah, you you know, it, it, does, it doesn't even matter. At the end of the day, um, when you walk into a um, store to get something that you need or that you require, you know, it is really, really, really easy to... Um, be cognizant of your customer service. So anywho, I went into uh, Kroger's this morning. And of course, it's early morning because um, nobody else is there. So the average person is not walking into a Kroger's between uh, 7 and 8 o'clock. Uh, or between 7 and 9 o'clock, honestly. You know, I, I usually wait, you know, after, you know, I, anywho, today I waited till after I dropped my daughter off at school and all that kind of good stuff to stop into this particular Kroger's because they always have um, a decent, decent pricing on their fresh flowers. And so today I wanted to go and pick up some flowers um, for one of my um, community service organizations because they just purchased or actually just got their very own building so that they could do all of the services that they need for their particular um, um, group of folks that they serve. Um, she serves young people and, and parents. Um, and anywho, it, I just wanted to pick up flowers just to, you know, one, tell her congratulations and two, just to really celebrate this opportunity for her organization because there's nothing like starting a nonprofit and then you know moving your organization into a space where you are solvent and you know you have your own building and then people have a place to go to versus it being this virtual oh yeah I do have a nonprofit but where's your nonprofit located and most nonprofits are not located in um you know physical buildings right because it takes a while to get to get that it takes a while to build up to that and so this young lady has been able to do that in a short amount of time and Anywho, y'all, seriously, I go into Kroger's and I'm picking out flowers and I pick out the flowers that I particularly like because they're the flowers that I'm picking for this person. And of course there are, you know, this is the fall season. So you're going to have oranges and purples and greens and whites and all of that. And so anywho, I picked up basically five bunches of flowers but I wanted them to be put into one bunch because that's my prerogative however the flower person is not working this early okay so the young lady says well no I asked her I said hey is there somebody working in floral this early and she says no she's not in yet but I can call somebody from produce to come help you out okay no problem so I'm waiting and the young man comes over and he is like a fish out of water. He's like, I don't really know how to do this. I've never had to do this. And I said, no problem. You know, if you don't mind, I can just go ahead and bunch about myself the way I want them. And then we'll be, you know, I can just keep it moving. Shouldn't take more than five, six minutes to get it done. Um, so one, I don't know who this young man was. Cause I'm back there with the guy. I'm like, look, I can do this myself. And then you can just go on back to, you know, putting cucumbers and, and, and grapefruit on the shelves. And so uh, a, a young man walks past and say, she's not supposed to be back there. And he was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, we don't do that. And I said, well, excuse me, Mr. Funk. What's your funky attitude? Clearly, 
this young man doesn't know what he's doing. I said, but it's okay, honey. I'm going to show you what you do. I'm going to show you how to do it so that, you know, I can just move on and be going about my business. So clearly, he, I set the flower. I got, the, you know, show me where the paper is. Let me show you what to do. Put the, put the flower arrangement together the way I wanted the flower arrangement. Showed him how to, you know, fold the paper over, use the you know, use the, the staple to, to keep the paper in wrap and then take the pretty paper and wrap it around there so you have a beautiful bouquet. Okay, something really simple. Now, you as a manager, because I assume this guy was a manager or I just assume he just had a funky disposition this morning. I don't know. But you could have said, well, I'm like literally it's four people in the store. I'm one of the four. <laughs> you Like, who's gonna know? You know that uh, TikTok that says, who's gonna know? Oh, they're not going to know. Who's going to know? They're not going to know. Okay, dude, it's not that serious. And this young man, I'm telling you, y'all, he, he was his little hands were just shaking because he, I guess, uh, he just didn't want to get it wrong. And that's perfectly fine. So, anywho, what's so is that customer service matters. Like, God dang, I will stop going to a place because of something as simple as that. And it was so unnecessary. I'm telling you, it was an unnecessary option of this man to really snap at this guy about me being two inches into the, the, the space. Dude. Okay. So, anywho, I got my flowers, put my flower arrangement together. I told the young man, thank you very much. I do apologize for the, the nice nastiness of his coworker. And I could have gone to, you know, to the manager on, 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 you know, on duty at that time. But you know what? I'm going to chalk it up to he was just having a bad morning. And I'm going to just leave it at that. With the knowledge and the notice that it does not take much to provide good customer service. And if you do have a coworker that may not have the experience or the understanding of how to help a customer, then maybe you should step your little nasty self into the place to say, okay, I'll, let me show you how to do it. Or you could have just minded your own business and kept it moving so that you didn't put the energy of nastiness into his space as he's trying to do his job. So that's what's up with Coco Mulder. And it is, you know, uh, a pleasure as always to let y'all know what's happening in the, in, you know, in my space. And so it is, uh, uh, almost nine o'clock. I am off to drop these flowers off to this young lady, but as always do a random act of kindness. Cause you absolutely don't ever know what a person is going through. And so if you choose to do something kind for them, you have no idea what that means to the next person. So be well, everyone. I'll see you guys on the flip side.